Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Square Sharks podcast brought to you by Tavour. Want free craft beer delivered straight to your front door? It's easy. Go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Of course, I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. Here is always with my man, Mr. Big Balling Ben Larson. What's going on tonight, Ben? Not much, man. Got a, a nice Giants uh, W. I mean, I'll take it any any way I can get it. Um, was it was crazy, not pretty tonight. That's game. for damn sure. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. We're moving moving through the weekend. We had some great fucking bets on uh, on Taproom. So yes, we did. Undefeated this on week. That. Yeah, stoked on that. You know, ready to to make some, you know, some more good calls. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, gonna go check out summer league tomorrow. So, hell yeah, I'll be be reporting on that. So, I'm dude, I gotta much... say, live sports hit different right now. Like being at the games after not being there for fuck year and a half, two years. Like they yep. just hit different. So I'm I'm super super stoked for you on that. Yeah, man, I can't wait. Very much looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Live sports just hit differently. And out here in Vegas, you know, I'm not a Knights fan, so I don't care for that. Yep. And then we have a Triple A team, but I'm not about to sit in 110 degree weather yep. to watch a baseball <laughs> game. So you know, hundred percent. So this is the first thing I get to really check out out here, man. Yeah. So I'm. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited. Excited to be here tonight. Of course, as always, you you mentioned it on Taproom. We fucking destroyed it this week. 3-0. and We had the game get postponed due to rain, so... It would have you know, been 4. Would have been 4-0, and but 3-0 and is still very good. Went 3-2 yep. and on Saturday on Square Shark, so we're looking to keep that positive momentum moving forward. So I'm sipping on something nice and positive, Ben. What are you sipping on tonight? I'm going bourbon tonight. I, uh, I've got a bunch of beers in my fridge, but they're either beers that I want to uh, I want to savor. They're either way too you know strong with beers or <laughs> so I'm gonna uh, go strong with bourbon. <laughs> yeah, or uh, or I really want to do them. Well, most of them are just I really want to do them on tap room. So they're they're getting they're getting saved. So yeah, I'm going going with some bourbon tonight. I'm drinking the uh, the George Dickel Tennessee bottled and bond uh 100 proof so Ooh. i guess i am 
not being smart with my whole like oh i, I don't want to save i mean the, let's be real the one that uh that i'm talking about here is a 13 percent uh evil twin so that's uh that's why i'm not drinking that one but uh man so this is aged 11 years so it's a dickle it's not one of the the highest priced ones but it is definitely a a good good quality bourbon nice man what are you doing I am sipping on an interesting beer. I was going to do this one on Taproom, but I don't really have that much to pair it with because it's kind of a unique beer. This is the Beer for Movies, which is a popcorn Kolsch-style beer by Off-Color Brewing. Yeah, and this one, uh, you know, it's a, it's a Kolsch, but its secret ingredients has popcorn, salt, and grapevine smoky, smoked malt. Um, and off color brewing is out of Chicago, Illinois. So I'm oh, yeah. uh, interested to see how this one tastes. I mean, I opened the can and hey, it smells like popcorn, dude. It does. <laughs> that's that's something that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's something that's big that's coming into the beer game right now is just putting whatever the fuck they want into their uh, into their brews. So as long as it you know has a theme, I guess, right? Yep. I mean the the beer I had on tap room had the uh, strawberry power power strings or power ribbons, which are the candies. Um, I don't know if yours had um, donuts in them. Uh, that one that you did was yours. Wasn't yours a donut one? No, it was the ice creamy white chocolate strawberry. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I've I've heard of donuts being put in into the beers as well. So yeah, for his, I there was a brewery that did it. Yeah, I forget which brewery did it, but yeah, I do remember seeing that. Um, also, the peanut butter and jelly style yeah. sour ales too. A ton of peanut butter in there. Yeah, we've done a couple. I've got of those. one coming up. Uh, yeah, on tap room that I'm gonna do. I think I need to do a stout, stout show. So. Yeah, and man, unfortunately, you can't save that till winter. I mean, you could. I no, that's not gonna last. Definitely not going to last that long. Definitely won't be as good. I got to find a, uh, a nice cold weekend around here, which is kind of tough, but who knows? We'll, yeah. we'll see if we can find it. True that, true that. What we're going to find, though, is some winners today. That's what we're going to find. So we're going to be talking three Major League Baseball games. We've been hitting on uh, baseball well all season long. Um, I feel like we definitely have a solid grip on the handicap. I mean – Obviously, I can't watch every baseball game, but I seem to catch, you know, pretty much every highlight box score. So I, I'm pretty confident in our in our baseball analysis Absolutely. this year, Ben. Yep. We've been doing very well. So the first game we're going to talk about, it's the Tampa Bay Rays against the Boston Red Sox. You know, a week ago, Boston was winning the AL East. Now they are now they're behind like four or five games now at this point. Way bad. Two and eight in their last ten. Two and eight. They've been one of the worst teams the second half of the season. So let's look at this line here. So we got the Rays, and they're sending Josh Fleming to the mound. He's nine and five with a 4.12 ERA. And he's facing Nathan Eovaldi, who's nine and seven with a four ERA. Tampa is the underdog, plus 100 on the money line. Boston, slight favorite, minus 120. Over, under, sitting at nine and a half here. So what's our initial thoughts of this game? 
I mean, I, I want to ride the wave, um, you know, looking at things, how Boston's been playing in their last 10 versus how Tampa Bay has been playing in their last 10 Tampa Bay eight and two. So the complete opposite of what's going on in Boston. Um, you look at how uh, Josh Fleming has been pitching, you know, his last three starts have been, you know, significantly better than, uh, than what he had, you know, p- pitched those three before. Um, let's see, who was he playing before? Uh his last three against Seattle, Boston, and Cleveland, he's allowed uh, three earned, three earned, and two earned in short stints. I mean, Cleveland, that three earned was in four innings. Uh, Boston, that three earned was in five innings. And Seattle, that fi- uh, two earned was in five innings. But then you look at uh, his previous outings. You had Atlanta, Seattle, and Texas, where he let go. Um you know, seven and four and a third, five and six and a third and seven, or sorry, five in seven innings. So not great there. You look at how uh, Eovaldi has been pitching and, you know, he's, he's, his last two games have just been absolute trash. Uh, Tampa Bay, he went five and a third, six hits, six earned runs. Um, you know, against Toronto, he pitched four and two thirds innings, eight hits, seven earned runs. Um, so guys are seeing him recently and that's, that kind of worries me. Yeah. in the second half of the season, you know, Nathan Eovaldi in four starts, he's 0-2 with a 5.96 ERA uh, whip though, not too bad. 1.19. So really, you know, in four starts, he's given up three long balls where in the first half of the season, he had 18 starts, only gave up five home runs. Yeah. So that's what's been really killing him, um, you know, here in the second half. The one thing, the other thing, too, you know, is that the Rays hit righties well. Um, they, they hit really righties sh- better. Well, I mean, dude, they don't hit lefty starters. They hit lefty starters 214. Yeah. A fucking OPS of 659. They hit righty starters 249. OPS of 774. So they definitely hit righties better. They got Air Randy. Um, what's his name? Randy Arizarena. Arizarena. He's coming back too. I think he played tonight. So I mean, they're starting to get their offensive groove back. I know they've done well in their last 10 games. Eight and two includes wins over uh Boston. And then unfortunately, they just swept the Orioles, who are not a good baseball team. Mm-hmm. Um, in Boston too, you know, up until the night, the Rays are only hitting 194 as a team in Boston. Yeah. And tonight they put up four runs in the ninth inning. It was, uh, it was a four, four game going into the ninth. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, man. So, I mean, I think those are things that we certainly need to look at. I do know Uvalde, you know, he hasn't been good this season i mean this second half of the season he's been good in the first half of the season he was like that but the the whole red sox roster is not doing well the second half of the season yeah so i think that is something to consider and then against the red sox this year i want to see how Eovaldi's pitch or against the Rays, Eovaldi has a 4.38 ERA in 12 innings, two starts, 
he's one in one, but most of those runs came on that last start. Yeah, the first start was back in April too, April seventh. So second second start of the year. He did go seven innings, three hits, one earned. And it was at home. That was yes, at home. In Tampa Bay. Five and a third, six hits, five earned. Yeah. So definitely not pitching well at Tampa at home better. Yeah. And Tampa's definitely hitting better on the road this year as a team. Um, yeah. His last three starts that he's done really bad in, sorry, three of the last four starts he's done really bad in have all been on the road. Yeah. His home game was the Yankees. He went seven and two thirds, seven hits, two earned. It's a great start. Kansas City is the second to last home game that they played. Seven innings, five hits, no earned. So at home, he's doing lights out recently. I mean, you have to go back to June 9th when he played Houston, when he went five and two thirds, 11 hits, five runs for him to, you know, to give up more than a run at home. Yeah, so I think we that take... makes me want to go Boston first five first five full game. Yep. hundred percent. I was gonna say I think Boston first five money line is the is the best play here. Do we want half of a run? That won't give us better value. Never mind. No, I, yeah, yeah, I take money line. Also, Josh Fleming has hasn't been good on the road either. Mm-hmm. Um, on the road, and he hasn't been good the first, the second half of the season either. He has a seven point three six ERA the second half of the season so far. I mean, yeah, Josh Fleming, second half of the season. Oh, that July seventeenth game. Okay, four and a third. Any four uh, starts, seven point three six ERA, seven runs on the road, six point three nine ERA in seven games. He's allowed twenty seven earned runs. In- Earn runs in in seven games pitched. Yeah. I don't even know if I would take – I would lean raise money line for the full game considering the difference between these two hot – one's hot, one's cold. But I think the smartest play here is Boston first five. And I think that's where we stop with this one. Uh, let's see. Because I don't even trust Boston's offense, you know. Boston went through five relievers tonight. That's why we take the first five. Yeah, no, but I'm. That's why I'm saying uh, Tampa Bay full game. I don't, I don't love it, though. Tampa Bay only went through three, two relief pitchers. That was with Patino on the hill, who's not that great. Yeah, but both these teams were off on Monday, so they both got an off day to reset. And yeah. that, definitely, 
that definitely plays a role into like a bullpen being worn down because these guys they pitch an inning all the time you know what i mean yeah i don't like the over under here no i don't either because i would lean the under but i don't trust it yep yeah with the way the bullpens have been i mean at least just just tonight look at that four runs in the ninth two runs in the seventh for for tampa bay so um yeah i lean that tampa bay full game especially at plus 100 that's great value there but i just like if you don't like it yeah well we won't do the uh it as the best bet so we're gonna take boston money line first five though i I very much like that bet yep i very much like that one all right, let's move on to the second game. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers against the Philadelphia Phillies. The Dodgers are sending lefty David Price to the mound, who's 4-1 and one with a 3.53 ERA. He will be facing Kyle Gibson, recently acquired from Texas. We talked about him on Friday. Pitched a gem against the Mets, who everybody pitches gems against. He's 8-3 he's <laughs> with a 2.79 ERA. Right now, the Dodgers are the favorite. Minus 135 on the money line. Philadelphia Phillies plus 125 over under sitting at nine and a half as well. What do we think about this one, Ben? I mean, I, I got to bring in uh, tonight's game being, uh, you know, five, you know, five nothing with Scherzer only going three and a third. Because there's um, a rain out. That's why. Oh, is that what happened? Th- yeah, there's a fat rain delay. Uh, so then Scherzer didn't come back in after that. Yep, neither did Austin uh, okay. Mola, who was pitching okay. for the uh, who was pitching for the Phillies, and the Dodgers didn't score until Nola was out of the game. Yeah, which took the rain delay. Okay, that I uh, was going to be a little worried. Well, I was going to be stoked, um, but also a little worried for uh, for Scherzer there. <laughs> Um, yeah, fifth, sixth, and ninth where the Dodgers put up runs, but that's also telling that the Dodgers are hitting off the bullpen really well. Let's look at how Gibson, how long he's been going through innings, probably about six, six and a third, maybe six and two thirds as a uh, an average start there. So, you know, you're only going to be getting probably three innings of relief baseball here um which doesn't play to where i wanted to go there um well i mean also think about this ben in the second half of the season kyle gibson hasn't been as good as he was in the first half except for the start against the mets who everybody pitches well against Mm -hmm. i mean they're allergic allergic to hitting the baseball well uh, yeah i mean he went uh, again pittsburgh six and two thirds five hits two runs houston six innings four hits three runs so not bad but not great you go to his next two against detroit and he's allowed 13 runs in 11 and a third inning so that hurts 14 runs in 18 23 innings since the all-star break it's not 
boding well for Gibson. Uh, price though. Yeah, price is definitely doing a lot better. Price is pitching better of late. Yeah. The well, Phillies uh, are yeah. uh the the Phillies are like they're not bad against lefties. They're not great. And they basically hit lefties as good as they hit righties too. So that's something to keep in the in the, in your mind too. Yeah, lefties. There, Phillies are actually hitting better against lefties. Two fifty five compared to two thirty seven. Since All Star break, they are hitting, hitting 10, 11 points higher. Break. Yeah, eleven points higher. How's LA looking? Let's see. Versus righties, they hit significantly better, 251 compared to 235. Yeah, no, they're way better. They're batting uh, 12 points up as well, 256 compared to 244. So I definitely think we can do first five LA. I think we could probably even do first five minus a half if we. uh... I wouldn't go minus a half with Gibson on the mound. why not we were just saying that he hasn't been great the second half of the year and that the dodgers are hitting better righties than lefties dodgers definitely hit righties better than they hit lefties however kyle gibson has been good i know he is struggling the second half of the season but he could have gotten some confidence back in that start against the mets right he had definitely gained some confidence although the Dodgers yeah, are hitting Mets very well Dodgers. right now. <laughs> yeah. The Dodgers have been swinging the sticks good the last, like, five games or so. I mean, this is a tough one. I would take Dodgers' money line first five. And I think I think I'd like the under, both full game and – um first five in this one dude i think that might be the play nine and a half first five would probably be at five runs four and a half five yeah five probably yeah i definitely like first five under um the phillies the way that sucks though yeah, with the way that the bullpen's been going and i mean if we we look today at that dodgers got five runs in the you know, against the the Phillies bullpen. And that's, I mean, that's been the Phillies fucking Achilles all season long has been their fucking bullpen, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I like first five Dodgers and first five under. Maybe even lean that over for the full game. I'd lean it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet it. Maybe a live bet. Yeah, probably a live bet. Yeah. Seeing where they're at, how far under or how close they are to that uh that five run mark after the fifth inning. That's where I'd put my my live bet in. Yeah. I mean, dude, their bullpen has a 1.4 wit, dude. That's so bad for a bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Dude, only 402 strikeouts and 393 innings. Their starting rotation has 584 innings pitched and has almost double the amount of strikeouts. 
That's <laughs> their bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And this is in Philly. Hold on. Dodgers are hitting better away. Yeah, they hit Phillies. better away because Dodger Stadium's a tough place to hit. Yeah. Phillies are dead even, 243 home and away. Yeah. But they are better. The Phillies are better at home, though. They're 34 Barely. and 21 at home. 34 and 21 at home, though. Dodgers are 31 and 25 away. So, I mean. Yeah, I like that first five. The first five under and Dodgers first five. You want to hear the craziest stat of the day, though, Ben? Listen to this shit. The Dodgers are 67 and 42 as favorites. They're only 0 and 3 as dogs. They've only been underdogs three times this season. Wow. To the Giants? Probably. Probably, yeah. No, no, not as dog. No, no, no. Yeah. They're probably dogs to the Astros. And I think they were underdogs on one of the A's games in the beginning of the year. Wow, that's nuts. That's definitely nuts. No. But I definitely, I'm with you, dude. I like, I think Dodgers first five money line, and then we take the under first five here with a lean on the total game over a lean. Yeah, I wouldn't put that as one of our bets, but, um, but I, yeah. We'll lean it. I'll lean it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to this last game. We got the red hot smoking Oakland Athletics, who are sending Frankie Montas, who's nine and eight with a 4.1 ERA. They will be facing the Cleveland Indians, who are sending Cal Quantrill, who was acquired last year in the Mike Clevenger trade. He's three and two with a 3.14 ERA. Cal Quantrill, where did he go to college, Ben? Stanford? Stanford. There we go. Went to Stanford. I know you'd only be asking that if it was it was either San Jose State or Stanford. So I had two (laughs) guesses there because those would be the only ones I'd know. So (laughs) hell yeah. Uh the A's are favorites minus 140 on the money line right now. Cleveland Indians plus 130 on the money line. This over under is also at nine and a half. So we got three games. The total is Nine and a half in all three. So what's your thoughts on this one, Ben? First and foremost, uh, Cleveland first five. Because we know that the A's always come back at the end of the game to take the W. Um, That and the way Quantrill's been pitching his last five starts. I mean, uh, holy shit. I just pulled this up right now and saw this. First Detroit, seven innings, four hits, no runs. Chicago, six innings, three hits, no earned, uh, one run allowed. Uh, St. Louis, six innings, four hits, one run. Tampa Bay, six, uh, six innings, four hits, one run. Oakland, five innings, four hits, one run. So his last five starts since the All-Star break have been lights out. I mean, he's two and three in that time, 
but that just shows where you know Cleveland is and how bad their bullpen is. Um, well, I'd, I'd also lean under here. That's where I was going to go because as good as Quantrill's been in the second half of the season, Frankie Matos has been pretty good since about middle of June. Um, you know, he was really struggling there in the month of May and he's kind of, you know, figured things out. I'm sorry. In the beginning of June, he was, he was shitty since middle of June. He's really turning around second half of the season. He has a 3.71 ERA, which really doesn't speak to how well he's, he's pitched. I mean, he has pitched some great games. He had, he's had one bad start since the all-star break and, no, that was that was pre All Star break. That was pre All Star break. So he's really been pretty good. I mean, he gave up three earned against Seattle, three earned against uh, San Diego, but he won that game. Mm-hmm. Pitched lights out against a good Angels offense, and I think that's the thing here is that the Indians' offense is not great. You know what I mean? Like they're bottom half of the league in hitting. They're bottom half of the league in runs scored. They, Ooh. they're hitting a lot I, better at home. Yeah, they might be hitting better at home, and they're Frankie hitting a lot Montas better post All Star break on the road. Are. Yeah, they're they're hitting a lot better post All Star break than they are pre. But the A's are red hot right now too. They're smoking the baseball. Frankie Montas, I'm sorry, since All Star break, two point eight eight ERA. I mean, my guy's pitching well. Pitching very well right now. Are they both righties? Yes, they are both righties. Okay. So we've got Cleveland hitting at home, 242 against righties, 235. Post All-Star break, 251. We've got the A's away are hitting 245 versus righties, 233. And post All Star break two forty eight. Um, so pretty even there. I think the one thing that bodes well for the Indians too is that Quantrill doesn't walk a lot of batters, and the A's fucking you know they they're very patient at the plate. Mm-hmm. How many walks did he have against the A's last start? Two walks, five strikeouts. Damn, that's actually. A lot for him because I mean he's he has thirty one starts and only has thirty walks and two of them came in one start. Can say that's like considerable. He's got, con- he's got four games where he hasn't pitched a walk. One, two, three, four, four games where he's got. Sorry, three games where he has one. Four games where he has two. One, three, and one four. His last oh. start against. Uh, Detroit seven innings, ten strikeouts, almost doubled his strikeouts. Uh, uh, high for the year. I think dude, first he's been, five he's under is well. Yeah, no, he, I mean, dude, he was the eighth pick of the draft. Like, he was yeah. the centerpiece of the fucking Mike Clevenger trade. I mean, he, this is what he's supposed to be doing. He's supposed to have ace type stuff. Yeah. I would probably I would probably say first five money line because I mean we're, we're talking about two pitchers that are pitching really well right now. Yeah. So first five money line gives us that, you know, that's where we're we're banking on them. 
nine and a half seems like a lot for two guys that are sub three. Yeah, ERA no, I think pitchers, you know, I think well, what I'm worried about is the Cleveland, the Cleveland bullpen though. Well, that's why we. That's why we just go first five. First five under, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I would probably take the A's money line for the entire game. So first five under, what five? Yeah, uh, first five. First five I under like, five. I like first five Cleveland money line. I don't know if you like that as well. Um, and then Oakland's full game. I don't lo- I don't love the first five money line. Only because the A's are better on the road than they are at home. <laughs> and that worries me. I mean, like, even record-wise, they're 30 and tw- they have less losses on the road. Their win is percentage a- is better on the road than it is at home. Is that a shot bet, then? I haven't done one of those in a while. I mean, like, dude, I wouldn't even take A's money line first five. Like, I no. just don't like it. Okay. I just don't yeah. like it. The way Contrell's been pitching these last five, I... For sure, but Montas has been pitching well in the last five, too. Montas has been pitching well, but not as well. I mean, and look at the teams. Well, three of the team, three out of the five teams that he's been pitching against are good quality teams. You've got Oakland, Tampa Bay, and Chicago. Montas, last five. Okay, San Diego. Then he's got the Angels, Seattle, Cleveland. Cleveland, he pitched six innings, six hits, two earned. Yeah, this is definitely going to be an under game. First five under for sure. And then Houston. So, okay. And Montas pitches better on the road than he does at home. Yeah. Okay. So let's not do a first five money line bet. But yeah, I think I'll give it the full game. I think we go full game A's money line minus 140 and under first five. Yeah. Yeah, it under, works. Under first five. I like it. <clears throat> All right. Let's rewind it. Let's recap. First game, we got Tampa Bay versus Boston. This game, we are going first five, under five. First five. Under no. five. No, first the first game we're doing first five money line Boston. That was the only bet that we oh yeah, first five we like that. You're right. First five money line Boston. I knew it was a first like, five bet. I like Tampa Bay there, but you didn't necessarily. So yeah, I mean that's not a bad bet. I just don't love it. Yeah. But I again I wouldn't take the Red Sox for the full game minus 120. Yeah. So I like uh I like that first five Boston money line though that's a good bet, and then second game we got the Dodgers versus the Phillies. This one we're going Dodgers money line first, first five yep. under Dodgers money line first five under. So Dodgers money line minus one thirty five under five runs on this one. And we're doing. Second- I have first five written down for the Dodgers money line, not full game. Oh, we're going we doing full game or first five? I thought it was full game. I mean, I would take all three. Yeah, I think you can take all three there. I'll take Dodgers money line first five, Dodgers money line for the whole game, and the under first five. Yep. And then the second game, we got the A's versus the Indians. 
This game, we're going under first five, five runs, Quantro versus Montas. And then we're going full game, money line, Oakland minus 140. Yep. Six bets nice. there. Six bets. What's your shark play of the day here, Ben? Uh, Oakland, Cleveland, first five, under five. I like that I do one. I also like the Cleveland money line, but first five, but. Damn, take it, dude, if you love it. I mean, you could definitely – I mean, the logic you have behind it is good. Shark, I just don't – Yeah, I, but, like, shark bet of the day, I, I really do like that Cleveland money line first five, but I think there's no questions asked about that first five under five in the Oakland-Cleveland game, the way that those two pitchers have been pitching. So, Facts. And uh, my shark play of the day, I'm going first five Boston Red Sox minus – it's probably going to be like minus 110. But I like Boston money line first five. Yep. Really like that bet. Hell yeah. All right, man. Oh, I want to think. How was your beer? Oh, my beer, man. My beer is uh, it's quite interesting, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorny? I, it's weird because it definitely has like a popcorn smell. And you know what's weird is like every time I take a sip, I start like you know picking the kernels out of my teeth dude <laughs> that's just like the habitual the yeah you know, yep. that happens when you get that popcorn taste huh. um so that's been kind of weird uh i mean the the aroma is definitely smells like butter popcorn at the movies dude so yeah. i mean if that's what the brewers were going for they definitely nailed it it's definitely something i would drink but it's not something i would drink every day yeah so if I had to give it a number, I'd probably say like 3.5 out of 5. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't going to be too high because I see how much you have left of it. And yeah, I know yeah. when, you, when you do like your beers, you go through it quick. So, um, hell yeah. Uh, everybody out there, go buy the George Stickle Bottle and Bond. Um, Hunter Proof, aged 11 years. For a, you know, some places you can find it anywhere, you know, down to 30 bucks. Um, some places higher end is going to be about, about 45. This is a really good bottle for that. Um, I always, I, I like to put it over an ice cube and it, uh, you know, even at a hundred proof, it, it mellows it out perfectly. So good quality, uh, good quality Tennessee whiskey right there. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, that was a great episode. Mm-hmm. got six solid bets on deck make sure to get them in get them in on time before the vig goes crazy or we lose value on it for mr big ball and ben larson i am jordan stacks on That's stacks me. on stacks lads make sure to go to tavour.com or download the tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code taproom for ten dollars off your first purchase of 25 dollars or more sir make sure to hit us up on the instagram on the interwebs on twitter to make to let us know what games you guys want us to talk about we will talk about any games you guys want to talk about even if it's like uh cornhole or something you know we'll try to handicap you man they could be bet on we will handicap you yep so we will see y'all on apr on thursday morning this week we are talking about the nfs or the afc east a lot to talk about a lot of information coming out about Zach Wilson. Can't wait for this week. Y'all gonna want to check that out. We will see y'all later. 
Peace. Peace.